Hey, Foreclosure Fix family, and welcome to another episode of the Foreclosure Fix podcast, where our goal is to help 1 million homeowners successfully navigate foreclosure. Hey, if this mission resonates with you, please do us a favor, like, subscribe, and share our content with someone who you know can use the information. You can check us out at theforeclosurefix.com or on any streaming platform. Today's episode is going to be a real treat. I have a good friend of mine by the name of Dickie Baldwin with us. Dickie, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. How you doing? A- Absolutely. Doing wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Dickie I mean, is- I didn't wear a bow tie. I'm sorry. Hey, it's no problem. It's no problem. You know, anytime you want to come back, let me know and I'll have one sent to you. So you, we can be okay. uh, <laughs> we can be together in our mission of, uh, of, of tying one on with uh, with our listeners. Right. So fantastic. Dickie Baldwin is, has been in the mortgage industry for over 35 years. He has been a mortgage originator, a loan officer, has created national uh, loan and mortgage companies across the country, and just has a wealth of experience and knowledge uh, in both the performing and non-performing note space. Um, today, Dickie leads an organization called the Baldwin Advisor Group that provides a myriad of services to uh, different note investors and real estate investors across the country. And we're going to dive into some of the offerings he has that are beneficial to homeowners facing foreclosure. So Dickie, let our listeners know how the Baldwin Advisory Group interacts with people who may be facing foreclosure. Absolutely. DJ, thank you very much. And hello, everybody. Uh, I know that uh, the word foreclosure is, is a very, very stressful uh, word for everyone. And a piece of advice is the lenders, the banks, the investors that are in the industry of real estate, the last thing they want is that nasty word of foreclosure. And part of what I do for in the investor world you can also take take advantage of. Let me give you a little background. Uh, as DJ said, I've been in the industry, well, it's, it's pushing 40 years now, <laughs> but I've, <laughs> I've done everything from the origination side, the selling side, uh, the warehouse side, the title business, uh, have held multitudes of mortgage notes myself. And in 2018, I had turned 70 years old after about three days, got really, really bored and realized that, Hey, there's way too many people in this industry that I know. And there's way too many people that are coming into the industry that just don't know where to go. And so I actually created Baldwin advisory group in 2018 to be basically that one-stop shop for you, the, the homeowner, as, as well as the investors. What I mean by a one-stop shop, there, there's a lot of entities that go into the, the real estate investing world. Uh, there's property valuations, there's title, you've got to have realtors involved, you've got to have attorneys, you've got to have servicing companies, you've got to have title companies. All of these entities are part of the the bag network. And to start off with, 
if an investor that's in the mortgage note industry and you happen to be one of their mortgages, they are actually the bank. You may have been with Chase or you may have been with Sterling or, or Jesus, numerous, numerous, numerous servicers. Many times the individual person, just like you and I, can buy these mortgage notes, be it performing or not performing. The whole concept is, as a real estate investor, yes, it, it's to make money, but I work with literally thousands of investors that hold mortgage notes, and I hear it every single day. I want to help the person not go into a foreclosure. I own the mortgage. Let me work with you, the homeowner, come to some kind of terms that we can both live with and life life goes on instead of having to leave your, your home. So Dickie, you, you made a really good point there. You work with thousands of different investors, investment companies, and you're saying that pretty much 99.9% of these people all are saying the same thing. They want to help you avoid foreclosure and come to a resolution that is a win-win for everybody. Ab ab absolutely. A absolutely. And yes. unfortunately, there may be different attitudes from the big, big, big boys that all you are is a number to them. Whereas if you're fortunate enough to have your mortgage being held by an investor, then there's definitely more of that personalized relationship but between you and the investor slash your, your mortgage company. So with all the different services that I have and, and my website, please go, go to it. It's yeah. baldwinadvisorygroup.com. And in it, you'll just see a barrage of different services that we'll call them due diligence services for individuals to find out things about their property. For instance, there's a, a service called a, a title search. Now, a, a title search is any items that are recorded through the county about your property. Now, you're in foreclosure, and you wouldn't be on this podcast if you were interested in what can I do to save from going through that process. I will bet you a dollar to a donut that most of y'all, that's Texas slang, <laughs> that most of y'all do not know about your lien situation. And what I mean by that is different entities that you may owe money to have the right to file a lien against you and or your your property. And all of these liens can cloud cloud a title. Well, if you do your due diligence and go through and do a title search, you'll find out 
has anything been filed against me that I don't know about that I may be able to take care of? Are there any judgments against me that I was not aware of? Obviously, if you've been in a bankruptcy, uh, you would know that. But these are the type of items that will show up on a title search. So, so Dickie, I want to stop for a second. I want to pause because you're giving some great information. Um, and some of our listeners are at different levels as it pertains to their knowledge of real estate. So when Dickie talked about a cloud on title, a cloud on title is anything that encumbers or for lack of a better word, clouds your title. So if you own a property free and clear, you don't have any mortgages on it, your taxes are paid and everything, you have no clouds on title. You can sell that property at any given point in time. However, if you have a mortgage on your property, a mortgage is considered a cloud on title because there's a lender who has an interest in that property. So you can't sell it without that lender's interest being satisfied. So that's some of the terminology that Dickie is talking about. And when you think about a property and you think about your mortgage situation, what happens a lot of times is that you have homeowners who may want to sell their property. They're saying, I'm in foreclosure. I know my property has significant equity and I, I want to sell it. I'm going to move in with my family. I'm going to move to a different place. I'm going to get an apartment or all these different things. But your liens on your property can sometimes eat away at that equity. And so what Dickie is talking about with a title search, it allows you to understand what liens and encumbrances are on your property. And so Dickie, to your point, not only what's the benefit of it to the homeowner, but also what is the price point for something like this? You know, surprisingly, it is very, very inexpensive uh, coming through bag to do this versus trying to go to a title company that generally doesn't want to work with anybody. A What we will call a current owner search will typically run around $85. And wait, 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 that, wait, wait. Wait, Dickie, hold on. You said $85 for somebody to understand exactly all the liens and encumbrances and everything going on with their property. Absolutely. That, that's a small amount. I know some attorneys who charge, you know, $1,000 for that same service. Absolutely. And let me explain how, real quick, how a title search is initiated. Uh, there's an individual called an abstractor. And these are professionals that do this day in, day out, who, if the information is not all online, which there are a lot of counties where the data is not online, the abstractors will physically go to the courthouse and pull the actual records on your property. And these records, once again, will show any taxes, liens, judgments, in anything that is a negative slash cloud on, on your title. And as a holdover, you would be surprised how many folks do not realize that there may be something outstanding against them. Whereas if you are aware of it, then you're able to talk with the the lender and show them that, hey, I am truly wanting to save my home and I've discovered this. So how, how can you help me work through this to save my home 
and have a good loan for you, the the lender. Makes sense? Makes a lot of sense. And the place that this definitely comes in handy in everyday society is when you are a realtor and you're maybe working with a client and that client is of the mindset that they only have maybe one mortgage on their property, but they don't know. They don't remember. And you say, how do you forget a mortgage? It happens all the time, particularly with second mortgages. And so if you're a realtor and you're working with a client and they don't know if they have multiple mortgages or other liens, it may be worth the $85 for you to pay as a realtor just to know what is going on before you spend months and months and months marketing a property, spending a lot more investment of your time just to not be able to sell the property or be in a situation where you get no commission because the house is underwater. The other thing I've seen a lot from homeowners is where they forget about second mortgages. It happens so much in the space where they had a second mortgage from, you know, circa 2006 to 2010 that they haven't paid on for a significant amount of time. And now it's 2023 and they want to sell their house, but they have to pay off that second mortgage. And the amount has doubled or even tripled in some scenarios. And that's another place where that title report comes in really, really handy to understand what's going on. The other thing that you, you you need to think about is it will also show what position that mortgage is in in the chain of leads. In other words, when, when you have a mortgage, typically it is always in first lien position, meaning that they don't, your mortgage company does not own your home you own your home, but they do have, as DJ was saying, the position of their mortgage, which would be their, the first lien. But I have run across situations, especially in newer homes, where a contractor during the bill may not have been fully satisfied in payment by the the home builder and that contractor will file a lien against that property, meaning that if that property ever sold or he went to court, he would be able to get reimbursed. Well, if this contractor lien is done before the mortgage, then that mortgage is in second position. So the 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 title search basically is going to give you, the the individual, to know exactly the status of the lien positions on your, your property, which are huge. I agree with you 100%, Dickie. One of the other services and one of the other things that I have heard numerous homeowners say when they're in foreclosure. And this is closer to when a foreclosure sale may be happening. So maybe it's, you know, three months out from a foreclosure sale or a month out from a foreclosure sale. They'll say, there's people driving by my house taking pictures. And I know as a real estate investor, as a realtor, someone who has been in the business, people drive by houses going to foreclosure all the time as investors looking to see how they can capitalize. But in addition to those investors who may be trying to drive by to see if they can buy the house, there are also realtors sent by the bank or different appraisers sent by the bank 
who also need to understand the value. Help our listeners understand kind of that BPO process and what happens when a bank sends someone out to assess the value of a property. What what will happen is the the realtor will go out to the property and they are generally requested not to go knocking on your door, look in your windows. Their job is to take a picture of your property without approaching it and then be able to compare it to what we call cops. And generally, a valuation will be three recently sold comparables within the neighborhood and three current listings within the neighborhood, which gives the bank or investor an idea of market value of the property. Now, as a homeowner, if you're in a position where you think a foreclosure is around the corner, you may be wanting to sell your house before that happens. And this valuation is going to help you put the numbers together. How much do I owe on the mortgage? How much do I owe on a lien that popped up, et cetera, et cetera. This will give you an idea of, before a realtor ever gets involved, what is my property truly worth? Now, as a homeowner, it's always going to be worth, in your eyes, more than than what the market is. But that that's just human nature. So don't worry about it. But if the bank is wanting to know what the value, if you see somebody out in, in your on the curb taking pictures, that's what it is. Now, there are times where the bank will sell a mortgage off to another bank or in investor, but the process is still the same. Those banks, those investors, they're going to run a title search to find out what kind of liens or what circumstances or clouds are there on this title. They'll also want to know what is the value of that property. So don't get concerned when you see somebody out front taking pictures. Believe it or not, it's really for your your own protection as well as for the bank or investor's protection. So that's a good segue to the next phase of that. Sometimes you have homeowners who may be going in foreclosure, but the property is not their primary residence. And it was a, a rental property and the tenant leaves all of a sudden. So the property is now vacant and they may send somebody out to change the locks or it was somebody's primary residence. They were gone on vacation for a while. They received some foreclosure papers. Um, and now that they come home and their locks are changed. Help our listeners understand what that process is and why the bank is trying to secure the property. This process will vary from state to state. It's their own way of handling a bank being able to take possession of, of the house. And in most instances, a notice will be sent that, call it eviction notice or in, in some instances, 
where you have a certain day to get out of the, the residence. Well, after all of the legal proceedings are done, once again, it depends on the state. I'm not an attorney, so and I, I don't have a list of what every state's requirements are. So working with somebody like DJ and and his crew that handles the foreclosures nationwide is going to be a big benefit. But once all of the legal type proceedings are done, then the bank slash investor will have the legal right to go to the premise, the property, and what we call secure the property, which if there's not a, a key available, then typically they will drill the door out and put in new deadbolts and locks and put, put a lock box on it. Once again, not getting into the legal side of it, but if there's any possessions left in the house, those can also be removed by the investors or bank and basically put out on, on the curb. But it, it's not like somebody's just going to come in and, and drill your door out. There's every state, once again, has their procedures on how that is to be done. But that is what is meant by securing a, a property. Because what happens is the investors bank are having to look out for their financial interest also, because if that property is vacant, then if it's up north, there's and the house hasn't been winterized, then this is something that the investor bank is going to have to do is winterize the pipes so so they don't freeze. Or if it's in the summertime where the grass grows six feet tall, the city can come and put code violations against that property, which ultimately the bank slash investor will have to take care of. And that is also a lien uh, against the, the property. Yes, Dickie, you hit some, some very important points there. One is that the reason why the bank would come and winterize the property, change the locks on the property, mow the lawn on the property, is because when someone stops paying their mortgage, the bank is looking at how they want to secure, recruit, re recoup, and protect their investment. And that's the big thing that I think some people don't fully understand with the foreclosure process. The bank is interested in protecting the financial investment they made. And that is why they are taking all these different steps. And so, Dickie, I think the services your company offers are valuable to homeowners and investors alike. And I definitely think that those who may have a need for those services should look you up. And I'll definitely give you an opportunity at the end of the podcast to, to provide that information again. But this leads me to my favorite part of the podcast, which is our bow tie round, Dickie, is where our listeners get to tie one on with our guest, Dickie Baldwin. And so the B in bow tie round stands for your best advice for somebody facing foreclosure. The O stands for one thing you are grateful for. And W stands for your wildest or most interesting foreclosure related story. So Dickie, what is your best advice for somebody facing foreclosure? I mentioned the word earlier, due diligence, and take it upon yourself to do your own due, due diligence. 
and the due diligence are some of the items that that I mentioned. You know, find out what the the title situation is. Find out what the the value of of your property is. Yes, there's a couple hundred dollars involved between those two entities, but as investors that buy these type of instruments, the the mortgages, and I, I say this every day, a couple hundred dollars could literally save you thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, on the investor side, they don't want to be making bad investments. As a homeowner, though, you're wanting to know what my situation is, what are my obstacles, and how do I find these obstacles? Hence, due diligence. That's really sage and, and solid advice. I appreciate that, Dickie. One thing you are grateful for right now. I'm thankful that I woke up in 2018 when when I turned 70, and here we are, 2023, and and 75. I'm thankful, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, for the literally thousands of people that I'm involved with on a regular basis to have them make money as well as allow folks such as yourself to have a, a place to live of your own. Yeah. Because the key, the, the, the key to the real estate, everybody has to live somewhere. And I'm just thankful that I've got the knowledge, the experience, the age, and the tools to help both entities. Because really, as I said this, and, and you did too, DJ, 99.9% of supposedly the bad guys, the, the banks, they really, really care because it's a pain to go through a foreclosure, not inexpensive, not only for the homeowner, but for the bank or investor that holds that instrument. I couldn't agree more with with that sentiment that it is a pain to go through foreclosure, whether you're a homeowner or you are the actual investor or bank. Final question, your wildest or most interesting foreclosure related story. I, I, I guess, well, once again, it, it comes into the, the due diligence where, and it was a, a small bank, was foreclosing on, on a property and they were the 0.1% that really didn't care, not the 99.9% that do. They didn't do the due diligence. They went through and did the foreclosure. Well, when it was all said and done, the bank finally reached out to me to get a picture of, of the property. They didn't really care about the value. They just wanted to see the the property and there wasn't a property there. It was gone. <laughs> wow. They, they, they had foreclosed on what they thought was a house, but what had happened, but the, unfortunately the house had burnt down and was destroyed and the people just left and the bank thought that they were just not paying. So this all sort of ties into what we've been talking about for the last 30 minutes is the due diligence. If the bank would have known and done their due diligence in the first place, 
a foreclosure may have been saved and the people may have been able to do something to rebuild their lives. So it's a double-edged sword. I mean, you know, we, we got we got to work together. That is so true. Dickie, we appreciate you coming by the podcast today. We appreciate the advice that you have given homeowners. Please let us know once again how we may be able to get in contact with you if we want to explore your services, if they want to have a conversation, or if they just want to follow your journey. Absolutely. Uh, my website is www.baldwinadvisorygroup.com. My email is the Baldwin at baldwinadvisorygroup.com. And my direct line is 936-447-4170. We didn't mention that Baldwin Advisory Group goes by bag, B-A-G. And our slogan is one bag for all your real estate services, which is there for investors as well as you the individual alert. Dickie, you know, you gave out your personal, your personal number, your personal, your direct line. So if people start calling you, asking for a discount on your services and, and they'll BPOs, it's, it's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, just, just go hey, DJ and, call. Hey, no, our listeners, our listeners are, are, are fiscally conscious. So they want to make sure they're getting the best bang for their buck. So, Absolutely. But Dickie, Hey, I'm so grateful for having you on the podcast today. Foreclosure Fix Camp family. I'm grateful for you tuning in. If this mission to help a million homeowners resonates with you, please do us a favor. Like, subscribe, share with someone who can help. Send us your questions. Check us out at theforeclosurefix.com. And please, please, please know that if you're facing foreclosure, there is help out there for you. My name is DJ Lojo. I appreciate you tuning in. I love you and God bless you. See you soon. The views and opinions on this podcast are for informational purposes only and should not be construed as legal advice. If you have a specific legal question, we highly recommend you contact a qualified legal professional.